Human service professionals like teachers, healthcare workers, and social workers are especially susceptible to burnout. For example, 45% of physicians in the United States are considered burned out. Financial professionals also experience high levels of burnout. 50 to 80% of bankers worldwide are completely burned out. In the United States alone, 60% of male bankers and 70% of female bankers are burned out. In the nonprofit sector, 45% of young employees insist that their next job will not be in the nonprofit sector, citing burnout as one of the two reasons they won't stay. Maybe you have felt some signs of it yourself. You are exhausted at the end of the day. You have tense shoulders, a tight jaw. You grind your teeth. Perhaps you have experienced some of the burnout symptoms outlined by the Mayo Clinic. Becoming cynical or critical at work. Dragging yourself to work and having a hard time motivating yourself once there. Becoming irritable or impatient with colleagues or clients. Lacking the energy needed to be productive. Lacking satisfaction when you achieve something. Feeling disillusioned about your work. Our intensity is not the only reason we experience burnout at work. Other factors, such as lack of challenge, variety, or agency, also play a role. However, whereas you cannot always control these other factors, the one thing you do have a say over is how you spend your energy. As Mike explained, when you put all your energy into the fight, you wear yourself out and eventually lose. The person who ends up winning is the one who has remained cool under pressure and saved his energy, deploying it consciously and deliberately when he most needs it. Calmness, it turns out, is the key to better energy management. Cultivating calmness keeps you happy and helps you consistently achieve your goals, doing your best work without exhaustion. Let's first look at what we are actually spending our energy on. The Cost of Intensity Why are we always exhausted at the end of a workday? Why do we come home wiped out with barely enough energy to make dinner before collapsing for the night? Normally, when we think about being tired, we think of physical reasons, lack of sleep, intense exercise, or long days of physical labor. Elliot Berkman, professor of psychology at the University of Oregon, points out that in our day and age, when few of us have physically demanding jobs, we are wiping ourselves out through psychological factors. After all, the physical effort we exert in our day jobs does not warrant the fatigue we experience when we get home. Does your body get tired until you really can't do anything at all? asks Berkman. Actually, it would take a long time to get to that point of complete physical exhaustion. If you are a construction worker, a farmer toiling in a field, or a medical resident working both day and night shifts, then yes, physical exhaustion might be the reason for your fatigue. But otherwise, Berkman points out, your fatigue is mostly psychological. I don't mean that the fatigue is just in your head. Although, as I'll explain later, to some degree it is. I mean that you feel tired because the following three psychological factors drain you. 
high-intensity emotions, self-control, and high-intensity negative thoughts. High-intensity emotions Psychologists distinguish emotions along two dimensions, positive-negative on the one hand and high-intensity, low-intensity on the other. In other words, is the emotion positive, like elated, serene, or negative, like angry, sad? And is it high-intensity, like elated, angry, or low-intensity, like serene, sad? Research shows that we, especially Westerners and Americans in particular, thrive on high-intensity positive emotions. Research by Jeannie Tsai of Stanford University, with whom I conducted several studies, shows that when you ask Americans how they...